Welcome back, Bachelor Nation. It is your two favorite co-hosts, Matt and I. Matt, introduce yourselves. Well, hi. Yourself. Yeah. There's, there's two of us today. I'm Matt. Hi, Matt. Hi. You're the, the Ken of the show, I think I'm I could say. Ken. You're it's just Ken. It's Barbie release day. I saw Oppenheimer last night. Right. Watched this episode again of The Bachelorette this morning. Uh, then Barbie tonight. And then You have after, a fun-filled day. Oh, well, outside of outside of like the stuff I had to do for work, but yeah, yeah, that's very exciting. Yeah, uh, my name's Isabel, and today we are going to be talking about the fourth episode of Charity's Bachelorette. Yay! Yay! Woo! All right, before we start the Bachelorette talk, though, we need to discuss the Golden Bachelor intro that dropped on Monday. Yes, we were introduced to Gary Turner, spelled Jerry, said Gary, which is confusing. Yep. Um, what do you think of him? I think they did a great job of like doing his makeup and things. I could not tell he was 71 years old. When I first saw it, I'm like, there's no way that man's older than like 65. I'm like, that man doesn't have his AARP card yet. (laughs) And he's the golden bachelor. And then I found out he was 71 and I'm like, oh, oh, they're serious about this. Right. They, they came to play with this guy. So yeah, Gary is 71 and that makes me wonder the the golden bachelor has to be 65 years or older supposedly now matt what do you think is the oldest contestant we're gonna see on this show i had to take a guess the oldest contestant we'll see Mm -hmm. yes i'll say 73 okay you don't think it's gonna go up that high oh at that point like there's a lot of risk with this (laughs) there's a lot of risk definitely uh there's not gonna be any bungee jumping dates for this uh for this show they're gonna be like wheelchair basketball unironically <laughs> no. no yeah i Motori- don't know motorized scooter relays <laughs> that would be kind of fun what you know okay i think does i'd mean this with no judgment do it's- we just make it the most ageist show ever do <laughs> <laughs> we have like the 25 year old abc marketing team just take these elderly individuals and just put them through the most ageist stuff ever I mean, maybe it's time for like millennials to get their revenge on boomers, but so I'd, we're starting with the Bachelor. All right. Yeah, yeah. Now, I at what age is too old to get remarried? I don't question. I don't know if there's a right answer to this. Right. Uh, when, I'm with when you. When you like, for some reason, the thought that's been on my head since this show is: imagine like, okay, this is going to be just a weird hypothetical, right? But mm-hmm. it's like. Now, th- this is something I've joked about with my mom, actually. Okay, so my mom's like 53 now, all right, and she's a widow. So, like, I, I joke about her when they announce that show. I'm like, Mom, you should apply. Go be on The Golden Bachelor. And she goes, oh, you know, ha, ha, you know, that, you know, sheds it off, hates that joke. Right. But I'm, like, thinking about it now. Like, what if she were to just, like, go on that show, randomly meet some guy, marry him, and then all of a sudden, like, you know... She will be like in her 70s, presumably when she's on the show. And then when she goes, all of a sudden, like this dude gets a bulk of her assets. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like imagine being like the child of a contestant where it's like, hey, you know, you know, mom or dad, you know, all this stuff that was going to go to, you know, to you, my significant other and potentially your grandkids. This is now going to someone you met on reality TV three years ago. And that's the thing. The reality TV people. Okay, let's say Gary gets married to Gwyneth. I'm throwing out a random name. Gary I don't and know Gwyneth. That. Gary and Gwyneth. Okay. Gwyneth spelled with a J. Gwyneth. It's Gwyneth. Yeah, Gwyneth. 
Gwyneth has five kids. Yeah. So suddenly your Gary's children's assets that were going to be theirs are now split split between Jenneth's five children too. This is going to get really, really messy as far as like wills and trusts go. So, um, hey, if you're a lawyer in the area of a Golden Bachelor contestant. um, Congratulations. Congratulations (laughs) on all your inevitable success. Yeah, good for you. Now, are you excited for this new uh, format kind of for The Bachelor? I'm excited to see how this goes. Mm -hmm. I think- there's like a there's there's a lot of stuff like you know oh old people are full of wisdom and stuff where it's like well mm. you ever been to a Cracker Barrel on a Sunday afternoon and they're just <laughs> cussing out a waitress that brought them a sweet tea instead of a Diet Coke? Yeah, I think this could get just as chaotic as like any other show. I hope so. I'm ready for some crazy drama. What are your overall thoughts on the season so far, Matt? Because I'm. We got another preview at the end of this episode that yes. we're talking about now, which means we're like midway or a third or we're we're somewhere we're, in the we're series. We're in the final six, but only completed four episodes. That and is crazy. There should be 12 episodes of this show. There's 12 episodes every season, which remember I learned that last season when I was humiliated live on this podcast. But right. I don't, I have no idea. I have no idea how like, it's going so quick. It is. It is going really fast. I'm always surprised how many people go home. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure this is the 20th season, correct? Mm-hmm. So I'm yes. looking to see now how many episodes. Oh, it's telling me four. Okay, that's so helpful. Thank you. Yes, I know there are four there have episodes. Been four episodes total. I know yes. they have to fit in. They have to fit in Paradise by the. They have to start it in the middle or end of August. Yeah. So I wonder if there's only going to be 10 episodes. I have no idea. Uh, according to a source I randomly found just now, it could be between 10 and 13 episodes. There's no way it's 13. There's no way it's going to be 13. We're down to six people with presumably six to eight episodes left. If we go like with the standard 12, there's going to be two or three weeks where nobody gets eliminated. I think, I think we're getting... I'm going to be honest, I think we're getting four more episodes. I think it's going to be eight episodes total. I know that's unprecedented, but what else are they going to do? I don't know. I think there's just, of how toxic it's been so far, I think there's a lot of, we haven't gotten to see hardly any of these guys' actual personalities yet. So I would not be surprised if like the next couple episodes, these one-on-one dates take up like 45 minutes. Uh, and then it's like we of, actually get to know these people because like yeah. outside of Brayden and like a select few, like we learned about Dawton, we learned about Aaron. Uh, we haven't seen anything from these guys yet. And like I said, we're at the final six. Like, Right. So it's definitely different. It's different from what we saw last season and what you're, what we've seen in previous seasons. So I guess we're just about to find out, you know. Now, let's get into this episode in particular. We start this episode with Charity driving a Jeep through Stevenson, Washington. What do we think of Washington? Uh, it's on the West Coast. It rains and there's mountains. It's Twilight Land, right? I have not seen Twilight. That's a okay. you're asking the wrong person. I haven't either. Okay. So I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. You know, you watch The Bachelor, Taylor Swift fan. I thought maybe, maybe 
you watched Twilight before. No, no, I haven't gone that low. Okay. Well, good for you. Yeah, but no. pretty low nonetheless. <laughs> hey, look, I'm naturally short. I bring that up a lot. Everything I do is low. I'm not, I haven't stooped that low. <laughs> Impressive for you, Matt. Now, thanks. Have you, have, have you ever been to Washington before? Have I been? No, I've been out west twice. Once I was a baby. Oh, okay. Did not go to, farthest north I went was Santa Monica, California. So, okay. Yeah. Ways so, away. Ways away. Yeah, I haven't been either. So neither of us have have traveled there. Do you think it's a good date location? I think it it's got like a really cool like cabin vibe and stuff. I mean, right. like that's like the actual like like forest forest. I've always wanted to go out west, so I would definitely like I would I would not hate going there at all. I would I would welcome it if I was on this season. Yeah, I think it could be. I think it has the potential. I'm pretending like I haven't already seen the episode. Yeah. It has the potential to be a really interesting location. Mm -hmm. So Jesse goes ahead and greets the remaining boys. We have curvy women Michael, wrestler Caleb B, annoying Ken Sean, (laughs) John, nothing to say about John. Just John. Coin flip Aaron B, the knitting doctor Xavier, Mm -hmm. our record kisser Joey, sweet and shy Dalton, Tall, tall Dalton. Tall, <laughs> tall Dalton. Terrible towel tanner and disgusting, horrible, awful earring scarf, Brayden. Brayden's awful. And we knew hey, that going into Did this you see episode. the tweet where it's like his earrings grow with his audacity? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, just like... it's so real because he's, this episode, he's just so annoying. This was, this was all sorts of chaos. Was this like the best episode you've seen, like, as. Like watching this in such a limited sample was this like I, this was definitely one of the more interesting ones yeah but i have to say the middle parts were so exciting that it made the one-on-one dates boring you know what i, I get mean? that yeah. okay I, okay i just that was probably the best episode in a while in in a long time yeah. and i know you only started with zach's season so i'm like oh that was sad you can finally see why people can get into this show yeah okay. i'm ready to get down with this show now all this right, is a good right. episode now Dotton gets the first one-on-one. How do we feel about Dotton? He's tall. Charity seems to like him, and uh, she also really likes Brayden. So I don't know. She she alludes a lot. <laughs> she alludes a lot to not trusting her own judgment in this episode. Like was I the like? Did you pick up on that? Where she was like, later on, she's like, oh, he. This sounds like a lot of guys I've dated in my past and stuff like that. Not with Dotton per se, but with the others. Yeah. This, okay. So I'm kind of mind boggled here because we're going to get into this more when we talk about uh, how this episode goes later but charity just makes low-key poor decisions and i like charity but then when she makes these kind of decisions i'm like what are you doing yeah having Braden on this long not not the we'll get, we'll get into that in a bit but yeah back right. to the Dodd and thing i think he's one of like He's one of the standouts of this I think season. I could I see think him winning. Dotton, Aaron, Xavier, Joey. I think those are like the clear cut yeah. favorite four. Final like, four. Is that if that's make it? Am I? I don't think Sean or anyone's really gonna. Sean is or like, terrible towel Tanner or any of the guys that went home this episode. I don't think they're really gonna make a push. Really. No, I think I think Dotton. If he doesn't win, he's gonna be like a, a well-known bachelor boy. Like he might get bachelor, or he's definitely gonna be on Paradise. I would agree. And you know what? I really like Dotton. Yeah. He's one of my favorites. When you're watching, you're like you find people that you enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. Like Brayden, I hate watching. Yeah. Aaron B, he's fine. Yeah. Dotton, 
Love seeing him on screen. Uh, exactly, yeah. Caleb, Caleb, Caleb's great on screen. Caleb, awesome. Joey, I get good vibes. Right. But like, there's just some people you enjoy watching more than others, which doesn't mean they'll make the best husband. No, no. Yeah, exactly. But Dotton, I think he's super cool on screen, and I think he probably would make a pretty good husband. Yeah. Now. We go on to this date. Charity drives Dot into a large bridge where the two will have to bungee jump down as part of their date. It is at this point that Dotton reveals that his greatest fear is heights. Dun, dun, dun. The producers did that on purpose, right? Oh, obviously, yeah. Yeah. I imagine when they when they apply to be on The Bachelor or Bachelorette, they make you fill out like It's like it's a, literally a filling out like a hinge profile. What's yeah. your most irrational fear? And he's, he's like, like, "Oh, heights." heights. Cause <laughs> that, that's a totally rational fear, but Right. But yeah, I feel I felt bad for Dotton cuz you know, you're trying to make a good impression on somebody. I mean, it's not it's not a first impression, but they don't really know each other that well. Yeah. So he's trying to make a good impression and he's got to be freaking out. Oh, yeah. Well, good thing, like, he's like six foot seven and Charity can't feel how fast his heart's beating. <laughs> right. She's like five four <laughs> and it just. They do look so funny next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> she looks so short. But um, Dawn actually did really great. Charity kind of cried a little. You could tell she was freaking out too. Mm -hmm. But um, it seems like he, he did a really good job holding it together and then making Charity feel better, yeah. which is all you could ask for on a date, I think. Mm -hmm. Was this a good date? Would you have gone on this date? Well, I, you really don't have a choice as a contestant. Yeah, I, I would, I would probably enjoy myself on this. Yeah. But if you were, if you were the Bachelor, we're talking Matt Bachelor. Oh, if I was again. the Bachelor, yeah. oh, I would. Yeah, I'd do something. I would do something like chaotic, like bungee jumping or skydiving. Yeah. You know, I think I'd take bungee jumping over skydiving personally. Okay. There seems to be more risk in skydiving. Like, don't you have to be in a plane first? To skydive? Yeah. Yes, that's how you get in the sky. Right. Yeah. So planes are already like risky. What if your parachute doesn't work? I don't know. Splat. The, 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 the feels like there's more risk that comes with skydiving for me at hmm. least. Now, so bungee jumping, we agree, pretty good date. Later, Dotton and Charity get together at a campfire and share s'mores. And this was Dotton's first s'more. That's crazy. I mean, he told his immigration story. He's been in America since he was four. I mean, like. That's enough time to have a s'more. That's enough time to have a s'more, man. Like, you're presumably, I forget his age, late 20s, early 30s. Yeah, like, I think you he's know. 27, I think. Yeah, yeah, you've had like two decades, man. Have you and your bros never had a bonfire together and just like. Well, yeah, maybe it's just, I don't know. Like, uh, maybe it's something he never just I don't spent know. time with. I, gu I guess so. I, I don't know. I don't. The marshmallows are kind of a crazy concept if you haven't Marsh grown up with them. Marshmallows would absolutely be the reason that a medieval child uh, passes away. Right, hundred percent. But there's like gelatin is like an insane concept. Like, it's it's animal parts. So I could see how like maybe if you've recently it, immigrated here, like maybe his parents were like, that's not. I don't. Good. Know, maybe he has certain dietary customs. I'm not sure. sure of his religion. That could also be it. But like, lots of reasons not to get yeah, into a s'more. It just presumably he follows like a standard cultural American diet. I I don't get how he hasn't had one yet. Right. But I now he I has. hear that, which is good. He tried a s'more. He seemed to like it. And they discussed Dotton's immigration story further, talking about the significance of his aunt, uh, mm -hmm. how she kind of helped him along. And they discussed their feelings towards each other more. I think these two have good chemistry. I do too. And 
during the confessionals you could tell charity was like excited and really happy so i haven't seen that from another contestant yet so no. hopefully hopefully it works out because i like Dotton. so then Dotton got the date rose and was invited into the bachelor hot tub for the some bas- private time the bachelor hot tub that makes an appearance every season you know, I wasn't sure when it was going to appear because you told me that last season. Remember that... last year, it was ironically after the skydiving date. Right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, we got the the hot tub. And it's the same hot tub, too. At least yeah. it looks the same. Yeah. So they must have a deal with that hot tub brand. Either that or they just have a hot tub. <laughs> they <laughs> just bring just it around. <laughs> the first ever foldable hot tub. <laughs> Patent pending. Yeah, the the bachelor folding hot tub. Yep. <laughs> no. Um Dotton got the date rose. Very happy. Um, I think being filmed in a hot tub sounds awful. That does sound terrible. Like that, I could never be on this show. I wouldn't want to be on this show, but I could never be on this show because I'm not getting filmed in a hot tub. No, thanks. No, no. Now the boys see the next date card, which has Joey, Brayden, Tanner, Michael, Sean, John, Caleb, and Aaron, meaning Xavier got the one-on-one. Yay. Now, what do you think of Xavier? When he knitted the scarf. That was cute. Protect that man. Yeah, I'm I'm a Xavier fan. Mm-hmm. He's no Dotton, but he's he's there. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's just positive vibes. Right. Now for the the big group dates, the boys are taken to the woods in Stevenson, and it's clearly very cold out. Yeah. So we see the guys cute like fall, wintery yeah, they're, outfits. They're in Washington in November. Right. Yeah, it's, it's cold. It's chilly. Yes. Now, and it's cute seeing their there's different, you know, style whatever. Mm-hmm. Except Brayden, who is super proud of himself for his lack of winter clothes. Okay. All right. So the whole episode, all right, I have a funny little tangent here. He yeah. said this was about asserting his dominance. Right. And all that. Okay, and that reminded me like playing like lacrosse in like elementary school, you know, mm-hmm. there's just little 4th and 5th graders running around. My coach played at Walsh and like he was just a college kid volunteering and he would just like randomly like yell at the kids like in a completely ironic sense because, you know, we're like 12, like assert your dominance (laughs) and then randomly like look like an athlete. And that's all I thought of where it's like random like lacrosse flashbacks where it's like, Matt, look like an athlete, (laughs) assert your dominance right now. And it's like. That I was definitely the vibe we were getting from Brayden. Like, I okay, I say assert your dominance still in a completely ironic measure, right? Like, but he full full on meant that. No, he he was very serious about being dominant. Like, have, like have, I feel like I've said that a couple times. Like at least either not necessarily on the podcast around. Like you've heard me use like assert your dominance in an ironic sure. way. Yeah, he he meant that full on. Yeah, it was very embarrassing. Red flag. There was a point in time where uh, he was oh, shown shirtless. You know what he's like. Yeah, he's like those kids in elementary school that wore shorts in the winter. Exactly. I was one of them, but exactly. like that's what he's like. He's like, oh, I'm not cold. He's, it's twenty. It's twenty four degrees. I'm not cold. Right. And Look, I have shorts on. I'm not cold. He's so immature. I mean, this is he's at a his nurse. Grown age. He's a nurse. He this, this person helps people. Yeah. I mean, no, he doesn't. There's no chance he helps people. But his job is to help people, and it doesn't make any sense at all whatsoever to me. Now, the uh, there's a point in time in this episode where he's shown shirtless, and the caption underneath his name says "lost his shirt." <laughs> which just 
it's so funny to me but uh, it's like he it wasn't enough to just go out in like pants and a little shirt he had to take the shirt off to assert his dominance yep okay whatever clearly some issues with this guy then three young girl scouts are brought out and explain to the boys that they must find something in the woods for charity to eat yeah, really weird date. Like, everyone kept bringing mushrooms back. And I'm like, aren't those poisonous? Yeah. And or psychedelics and dangerous? <laughs> yeah, feed them to the Girl Scouts. I mean, what? Let's just give, let's just give a child poisonous mushrooms to, or, to sh- or shrooms. Right. Or just completely safe mushrooms. I don't know. It's hard. You really shouldn't, unless you know what you're doing, you should not be going into the woods and foraging. Yeah, I with all due respect, like Tanner's a mortgage lender. Uh, Braden's a nurse. I forget what the rest of... They're all doctors, basically, on this show. But they're not doctors of mushrooms. They're not... Yeah, they're not mushroom doctors. They probably don't know which one's safe or which one will have them seen, like, an orca fighting a dolphin. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you're right. It's This is probably one of the most unsafe group challenges we've seen. Yeah, and... (laughs) This was, they brought children out for this too. Yeah, that is crazy. And so this part's weird. The winner of the challenge, the one that brings the best not food for charity, gets a little time with her at the kissing tree. Okay, another thing. When I saw that, I'm like, are you, are you <laughs> coming to the tree? Have, yeah, have you seen like Hunger from Hunger Games? Game? Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. like, wow, completely different meaning, but it's like it, strange, it does... strange things have happened there. How stranger would it be? Yeah. If they met at midday at and, the kissing and, tree. And kiss at the kissing tree. Yeah. I, I don't like it. Why do they have kids there for the kissing tree part? I don't I, know. Girls. Oh, boy. Yeah. That was, that was a no from me, but whatever. The guys rush out and begin gathering items. Aaron hopped into a pond and caught a frog, which... Like, okay, good for you. Subtle flex there. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. Frogs are hard to catch. They are. Tanner found several items, then a board to display them on. Which, he knows oh, how fancy. to have it. He knows a charcuterie board. I respect that from yeah. Tanner. Yes, hundred percent. And Braden was annoying. Yes, he also found. Challenge. He also found beets. Right. He found yeah. Which like good for you, I guess. But like Dwight Schrute beets. Beets are bad. You ever eaten a beet before? I have not. No. Don't. Never had beet juice either. They taste like dirt. Okay. After presenting their findings to charity, the contestants begin some trivia with the scouts. Ooh. One of the questions approximately how do you want this to end uh brayden writes down to be content red flag number and, i don't know a million you know what he thinks he's so different for not being like i want to get married i'm gonna propose like he thinks he's so special and it's like boy you're on the bachelor you're on the bachelorette like that's the whole point of the show you're not different you signed up to be here yeah t- he doesn't seem to grasp that. I just, I, it's crazy. Because and he's gotten the most validation too. Like, you know. Of anyone. There's yeah. usually like one or two people a year where it's like, I don't feel validated. Mm-hmm. But usually none of them have the amount of time with the lead this early on as he did. He has We're the in the final bros. nine. He had the first impression and a one-on-one. Yeah, so he was he was safe. He could have coasted along to probably final four. He was, co- I mean, he's co- yeah, he was coasting to hometowns at that rate. So I don't understand why he had Charity to says, mess it up for himself. Charity spoke so highly of him for some unbeknownst reason to anybody with the brain. Yeah, he was awful, and you could tell that all of the guys thought he was awful because the next question they got asked 
was if they had to eat one of the other contestants, who would they choose? They all picked Brayden. And Brayden picked Sean. Which, very Sean, telling. Because Sean has a better scarf. Yes. It's cashmere. <laughs> it's this, that's an all-time line from this show. That was really funny. The delivery on that was perfect. This is cashmere. <laughs> yeah. I, that, I hope they keep Sean a little longer just for that line. Oh, I think he's going to paradise at this rate. He's too funny. He Twi- is funny. The, the producers like him too much. He's too witty. Yeah, they, they keep bringing him on for confessions. Yeah. That's oh, how yeah. you could tell. Are, yeah. He's definitely going. Yeah. Uh, then the men are asked who they would eat. They said Brayden. Uh, and after this, Aaron B. is declared the winner of this challenge. And after some kissing, it's time for the after party. Yay. At the after party, the men begin to argue with Brayden about all the nasty stuff he said. And Charity walks in and kind of catches it, like, right towards the end of the conversation. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it was a very tense moment. Then she asks, asks to speak with Brayden privately, where he blames Charity for everything and says he does not want to be on the show. And gas eventually, gaslight. He goes home. And you know what? This part was so frustrating because we've been saying for weeks now that he needs to go straight home. And now he finally does, but not before ruining Charity's night. You know who's the most frustrated from this? John. Her brother. Her brother. Oh, that's so true. I think I alluded to this night one where it's or the first episode where it's like, look, you can you can tell your sister whatever. Sometimes she won't listen to you. Yeah. And if you're proven right, you don't have you don't get to gloat. No. It's like, okay. Yeah, he was let's get you let's, let's get you fixed up and back out there, girl. Let's that that it, Nehemiah is Nehemiah like is like in the air right now. She's like, I told you that but he can't say that to her. He's gonna give her a big hug and say, It's okay, it's okay, and then you yeah. know hopefully there's a new husband, but But Nehemiah was so right. Yeah. So right. Yep. That brothers know. Yeah. Brothers know. Yeah. I mean, we knew. It was clear as well. Well everyone knew. Braden thought he Braden was the special kind of stupid where he thought he was a genius right which imagine how fun it must be being brayden you know what i mean like yeah. you're living in bliss oh boy but um you know what i and honestly i feel bad for charity but i can't feel oh, that bad because... speaking of brayden okay i'm sorry to interrupt no here. you're fine go ahead did you see the tiktok that came out about him yes where it was it was presumably his ex where it's like when you meet a guy's family and then he ghosts you, and then he ends up on The Bachelorette, and it was just a slide of all the photos of them on dates and stuff. You could tell they were recent, too, because Brayden looks exactly the same. Oh, it, well, he said, yeah, He and then she randomly one day got ghosted. So, yeah, Bra- it sounds like Brayden pretty much had a girlfriend when the show started. At least close to. And then once he got on the show, he just ghosted her. Well, they have to give their phones away, so I think it was literally leading up to the show. Yeah. He got into the mansion or whatever and gave his phone away. And that was that. Yep. So, yeah, Brayden is garbage. And you know what? Charity should have seen it from the beginning. She had all the warnings. She had all the red flags. Nehemiah told her. All the guys told her. So I feel bad for her, but at the same time, it's kind of her fault mm-hmm. that this happened. Yeah. You should have sent him home two, three, five weeks ago, however far we're in. We're only four weeks in. Night one, he should have gone home. When your brother told you. When your brother told you. But instead, you gave him the first impression, Rose. So good on you, Charity. Now, the men are super relieved that uh, he's gone. And Charity takes a minute to process her feelings and then continues on with the uh, chats. Um, She has a conversation with several contestants, but then settles on Joey for the date, Rose. 
Nice. This is fine. It was kind of boring at this point. Like once Brayden left, a little boring. Yeah, back when it goes back to like actually like dating, right? And like the small talk, and when you we know, get to the point of the show. Yeah, yeah, when it's like okay, okay, it's a little boring. Show me the grown men acting like children. Yeah, let me see. Let me see some twenty-four-year-olds uh, arguing over nothing. Yep. Then it's time for Xavier's one-on-one. They uh, they meet at a fruit market and walk and talk while enjoying the fruit around them. Now, is this a good date idea, Matt? Is it a good one? Yes. I, I, I need to know what time of the year this is because if it was like a pumpkin patch in October type of thing, mm-hmm. that's miserable. Really? Pumpkin patches in October? No, because everyone has the same idea as you. Oh. But if this was in like November or like, you know, later on and it's just like a standalone market, yeah, perfectly fine. Okay. Yeah, I follow what you're saying. I think it was a standalone market, and it didn't look too crowded. I'm sure ABC went in beforehand and cleared out all the normies. Oh, probably, yeah. So they were probably safe from the crowds, but very funny idea that it could be crowded, and they're just like walking through swarms of people trying to get pumpkins in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Charity repeatedly told the camera during confessionals that she was worried Xavier might be too much like the guy she's dated before. What do we think of this? Hey, look, at least she's self-aware. Yeah, but it's like, girl, why don't you have this realization with Brayden? Maybe Brayden literally isn't like the other guys she's dated before. He's worse. Oh, that's true. Oh, oh, this isn't like what I usually go for. (laughs) That must be green flag. Yeah, that's interesting. It turns out he's actually a double red. Right. He's just one of the worst people ever. Yeah, but he wasn't necessarily her archetype. And she goes... I should try this out because it's different. Right. Now, I, I like Xavier. I don't think- I do too. He doesn't I'm like, seem like a red flag to me. And like they really let that on. It's like, oh, is he going to like ruin this somehow? Or is it going to be awkward? Like, But no, no. No, it was cool. He was very nice the whole time. Um, they, they talked a little about the market and they moved on to dinner. And Charity clearly wanted to, like, get into some vulnerability type stuff. And mm-hmm. she asks Xavier what his biggest fear in a relationship is. And he opens up about his issues feeling like enough and wanting to be loved. And that seemed to kind of quell Charity's worries mm-hmm. about him being, like, the other guy she's dated before. Yeah. So. Nice. And then she opens up about how her biggest fear is infidelity, which we know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely a, a warranted fear. And then Xavier opens up about his mother being sick and how his dad is her primary care and how this kind of is the relationship he's looking for, like a lot of devotion and caring for one another, Yeah, which is very sweet. It is. I mean, in a lot of marriage vows, you hear like in sickness and in health. Mm-hmm. And I think that means a lot. Mm-hmm. To like actually see it in right. action. Exactly. Because, you know, you could say whatever you want, but to stick around when somebody's going through something like that. Anyone can say words. Not right. everyone can perform actions exactly exactly so at this point charity feels a lot more comfortable with xavier and he gets uh the date rose Mm -hmm. not a surprise there for me i can i think xavier's probably going final four i think so too yeah uh not you know what i mean it was sweet to see them opening up or whatever not that interesting of a date okay kind of boring okay and you know what i thought she was getting along with dot and better than xavier well, two things can be true. It can be a good date, but just Dalton's date went better. Right, right. I, I that's what I, that's what I mean. Yeah. I don't think it was a bad date, but it definitely wasn't a Dalton date. So just noting, you know, for my future predictions. Okay. But um, yeah. Now to the cocktail party. 
the guys minus Brayden head to the lodge to spend some time with Charity. Once they're all settled, Brayden comes running in in flip-flops and a scarf and runs into the room where John and Charity are kissing. (laughs) They are with flip-flops and a (laughs) scarf. And he just stood there. They kept making out too. And he's just like standing there like awkwardly in the back of the room where it's like, do I make a noise? And like, like... they they're probably on the bachelorette you're used to people walking around you when you're making out because they have to get shots of you doing producers and stuff yeah they're probably numb to it yeah so they're probably not even they might have noticed someone was watching them but you have to ignore it for the show that's how the show works and charity looks up and sees brayden and then she just has the most john looked up and saw him yeah and john broke the kiss and he goes goes, what and then then charity Charity turns yeah and they were both shocked and like, poor John. What did he do? I nothing. I don't particularly like John, but I don't hate him that much. Either. I want more John screen time, and I thought he was really undersold this season. I think he's yeah. another paradise contender. Now it feels to me like they none of the guys get much attention except for Braden. Except for Braden, Doughton, and Xavier, and Aaron. Those are the only four right. that have gotten like serviceable screen time. Again, it's only four episodes, but there's six of them left, and we know nothing about any of them. Right. And, and I feel like it's true that Doughton, Xavier, and Aaron have all gotten screen time, but, but it's all Braden. Well, and Joey has too. I forgot about him. Yeah, but Joey, like, that's yeah. true. But it, it just, Braden dominates, and now he's not here. So I want to know who these other guys are. I want to know what they're like. Teach me about Sean. Teach me about Tanner. Right. Teach what? me. Teach I don't me more know about anything Joey. Anything about Tanner? I'm still I calling d- him terrible towel Tanner. Cause I, that's know. All I know. I know. Night one. Yeah. That's all. That's what we've been clinging on to that for yeah. four weeks now. Uh huh. So, uh, he he demands that he get time alone with Charity. Braden does, and then he kind of sits there and he tries to explain himself, but he sort of just blames Charity some more, and it's like gaslighting is his forte. I he's would. he's quite yeah. good at it. Maybe he should look into that instead of nursing. What goes like a, a gaslighting therapist? Yeah. <laughs> he fixes your problems by lying to you about them. That's not fixing problems. That's creating more. <laughs> but he, yeah. Um, do you think he's going to keep his job after this? As a nurse? Yeah. Why, w- I, why wouldn't he? I don't know. People might recognize him and not want care from him. I, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if he's done anything medically unethical to have like his license revoked or no no i'm not saying he should lose his job i'm just curious to see like do you think people have lost their job before after being on the bachelor i don't know i don't know that's a good question but i don't i don't know i think he's a traveling nurse too so he's a lot more of like an independent contractor type anyway yeah yeah like that's true so It's just something to think about, I guess. So if anyone has lost their job from The Bachelor. But uh, then, yeah, it was kind of, Brayden said nothing of value. Uh, Charity, for some reason, let him explain himself. And then uh, Brayden ran back up on the bus. And that's when all of the guys followed him and yelled at him. And that makes me wonder, who is with Charity? Because we saw all the guys out there yelling at Brayden. If I were one of the guys, I would be like, Oh, Charity, do you, do you want to talk? Like, I'm so sorry about that. Well, everyone else is fighting. Just they're just uh, yeah, they're just you 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 should sneak back inside and go talk to Charity. But instead, they just argued with Brayden, which okay, use your time how you want. But uh, that's not what I would have done. I don't know. Aaron B was kind of like the ringleader because at first it was just John out there, and I get that totally. 
Right. John would have made sense. But then Aaron B went out and then they all went out. Everybody was out there. Yeah. So weird, but whatever. That's fine. And then uh, that that ends the this cocktail party. And then Jesse's like, hey, no more time. <laughs> and the guys are distraught. They are upset about this. But Everyone. Yeah. Oh, I just know. All right. You did not watch Katie's season. All right. I, I alluded not. that. All right. Aaron on Katie's season, he basically like all but unionized all the guys in the house. Like it was like the biggest group of bros ever. And it was kind of like it was like a bro getaway, which that just so happened to pertain with like a woman there <laughs> and like i just like aaron was like the biggest like get the toxicity out guy yeah of all time and i know they're gonna put him on paradise with brayden and it's gonna be the greatest reality tv ever that is really exciting i i don't i have no sources i just know they're gonna put a bunch of katie's guys with a bunch of the toxic people from this season and just watch it go i i I'm so excited. I'm very excited. You should to see really it all rewatch Katie's season. It okay. was chaotic. It was amazing. I'll check out Katie's season next. But um yeah, the cocktail party's over and now it's time for the rose ceremony. Dot and Joey and Xavier are all already safe. They have roses from their dates, meaning there are three roses left to be given. And they go to in order, Aaron, Tanner, and Sean. Are we yeah. are we surprised by any of that? I know nothing about these final six. Mm-hmm. I can't say I was. You know, I thought Tanner was a bit of a surprise because we've really seen nothing. We've of seen nothing of Tanner, but we've seen nothing of again Caleb, right. Michael, or John. But they all went home. You know, so I would expect that everybody that's still here, I should I should know about them. I am so upset we did not get like ample Caleb B screen time. And you know the what? WWE wrestler who could sing was a total gentleman. He was sweet. He's cute. I mean, I don't, I don't get it either. I now Caleb B gives a really, really sweet goodbye too. He cries. Yeah, it was really sweet. And he talks about like how fast you can fall in love with someone. And it's like, okay, I don't care if he's acting. He's a good actor. Give him more time. He's a good, yeah, exactly. I would much rather see more Caleb B than any Braden whatsoever. Agreed. So I really hope. I mean, I would be excited to see Caleb as Bachelor. I, I don't be, think that's happening. It, it's definitely not. But if we, if I, would I had love to, it. if I had to pick someone who's going to be the Bachelor after these guys are all going home, honestly, I'd probably pick John. No, I or don't like, like John. I, I know I get that, but it's like of all the guys that have gone home so far, mm-hmm. I think he's the. Yeah, he's the one, probably. I don't. We're well, definitely I mean, not Michael. Well, I, either that, or it's someone that gets eliminated later on in this series. But I don't want to speculate. So and says going to be the Bachelor, and then they, you know, then they win. Are already engaged. Yeah, right. It it would probably be John, but I hope we see Caleb B again. Paradise. Wherever. Oh my goodness, he's so awesome. Yeah, he is really cool. And uh, then Michael and John also leave, and uh, that's that was the episode. Yeah. And get this, Matt. We are back to our 8 p.m. time Yes! No more 9 to 11. No more 11 (laughs) p.m. on a Monday night. It's 10 p.m. now. 8 to 10. We're back. We're back, baby. We are so back. We we, we, we. I can't say we never left because we did. <laughs> I'm I'm so happy about that because I, I don't know why to, they had it. I can go to sleep at an ample time. <laughs> exactly. It was that one show, Claim to Fame, where it's like... It's boring. 
the whole the whole thing was like I, I found that I find it so funny where it's like the whole point of that show is someone's related to somebody famous but they're yeah. not famous and then Kevin and Frankie Jonas <laughs> are the hosts right. because they're related to their more famous brothers but they themselves aren't famous but Kevin was a Jonas brother it just it it is a really funny irony. concept but. I didn't find it that interesting. I tuned in by accident when yeah, I was trying to. Yeah. And that's the point of that time slot. They're mm-hmm. trying to get more people to watch Claim to Fame. So they push Bachelor or Bachelorette back. Mm-hmm. Which is, okay, I get it. Marketing, blah, blah, blah. But that's annoying. Don't do that. Nope. So we're back. We're back to our time slot. Never Very left. excited. And you know what? You know what? what? They're probably doing this partially because Golden Bachelor. Those old people don't want to stay up that late. I do think. Old people are going to be watching The Golden Bachelor? Yes. Oh. I think I, so. I don't. You don't? No. I think, to... I think it's going to be some old people. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think that'll just be a more chaotic thing to... To tune into? I think the younger demographic's going to have at it with that show. Oh, I'm sure Because we they will. know how to use social media, and right. there will be no repercussions from <laughs> the actual <laughs> contestants. Because right. if they're in their 70s, they probably don't know how to do Twitter. Yeah, they're definitely not on Twitter. But Gary is on Instagram. He created an account recently. So follow him. Maybe we'll see some drama over there. It's going to be and, like, uh, you know, it's going to be clearly like, you know, ABC is running this. Then after <laughs> they don't, it's just like pictures of like his dog. <laughs> yeah. And just really bad. car like, selfies. Really like poorly lit selfies of mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm thrilled. I'm excited for Golden Bachelor. And I'm excited to see what happens the rest of the season. Me too. So anything else to throw out there, Matt, before we wrap this up? Uh, you're the host, so. All right, Matt. You don't get to talk anymore. What? That's the... <laughs> As the host, I declare you silent. So thank you guys for watching. We hope you enjoyed another fantastic episode of Entertainment Rebooted's Bachelorette podcast. And we'll see you next week. You can say bye. You can say bye. You can say bye. Goodbye. Bye.